say? Go. I'm nervous. <laughs> Good stuff. <laughs> this is our start. Did you like the introduction? <laughs> different. Different. <laughs> Very different. Desmond is here with me today and he's nervous. Yeah. I don't know why. I just don't want to say the wrong thing. How can you say the wrong thing? Can I say the wrong thing? No. Yeah, I've spent my life saying the wrong thing, but what's the worst case scenario of saying the wrong thing? Cancelled. <laughs> you get cancelled. <laughs> That's it, your time on earth is over, you're out. Next. <laughs> worst case scenario. That's what you have to think when you think of things like that. So I've been chatting to Desmond for a little while, mm. and Desmond is a warrior. A bit of a warrior, but I think it's pretty standard for someone your age. How mm. old are you? 23. 23. Um, because you're trying to do everything right. Everything by the book? Yeah. And figure it out still. Figure it out still. We're going to talk about a lot of things today. We're going to talk about, we're not going to talk about Catholic guilt. I'm crossing that off. <laughs> <laughs> We'll see how, where we go. We want to talk about relationships first. Yeah. And why, why they're challenging or how, or do you think, here's a question, I suppose. Do you think relationships are like, um, like learning anything that there should be a formula to it to get it right? No, I don't think so. I think the... When you're in them, you should be working together to find what's right yeah. for you. Yeah. Um, but I do think there are, like, key components that need to be there. Like what? Um, I think we spoke about it before, but, like, just giving yourself fully to that person and mm. letting them see you. And I think I struggle to do that. You struggle to do that? Yeah. And I think the people I attract uh, struggle to do that, too. Yeah. And, and in what sense? Because I think... I think I know what you're saying. Like if, if I'm teaching someone how to build relationships and they might be work, even work relationships, I would say that offer a bit of yourself. Because if you tell them a little bit about yourself, it's, it is, you know, it's sort of going, you know, mm-hmm. this is who I am. But then asking a bit about them as well yeah. and getting it from them, it sort of helps build a relationship because you, you get a little bit more intimate, I suppose. Yeah. But I think it's like the core. I think those... Like, I think you can tell your other people things about yourself, but yeah. I don't think you can, like, tell them the truths about yourself. And I don't think I necessarily know who I am, which is why I find it hard to, like, give myself to someone, like, let them know what I, what I am passionate about, yeah. what I do like to do. I don't know those things for sure, and I'm scared that if I give them that um, and I change my mind later down the track, they'll be like, yeah. They'll hold against you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but... Okay, so just start every sentence with, I reserve the right to change my mind. Yeah. Right? Because we live and grow. Every year of your life, have you not changed? Like, in some sense. In some sense, we stay the same. In some sense, we change. Mm. Every year of your life, you you learn something new and you change. And, and your views change. Mm-mm. So you're always going to learn that. And it's good. Like, not everyone knows who they are. So you don't have to know who you are. And you can say, I don't know who I am. On Wednesday, I think I was this guy. (laughs) Yeah, but I think there's pressure to know who you are and where you're going. Why? From who? Um, I don't know. 
<laughs> I don't know where it comes from. I don't, maybe it's just self-inflicted. But I feel like I need to know where I'm going. And if I don't know where I'm going, I need to be doing the best of whatever I'm doing right now. <laughs> to open as many doors as I can or... I shouldn't, I shouldn't laugh. Yeah. But I'm laughing because I, I, hear, I hear that all the time. And you are almost reminding me of Daniel, the first guy I interviewed, because he was exactly like that. You know, he wants to be the best. And when I'd say, what is the best? He'd say, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I've, I've met lots of young people like that. But why do you, what, do you, what does the best bring you? There's not, how many people in the world are actually the best? And, and what does it give them? It doesn't guarantee shit in mm. a way. So why, why are we all down that path? Do you think it's you're just competing nonstop? Yeah. Yeah. Is it with the, your close friends? It's with everyone. Why? I don't know. I don't know. I just feel compelled to... Who's winning? ...be the best. No one. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, I'd be happy, right? And I think that's, like, a huge concern. I think I'm always looking for, like, the next thing to do or, like, the next path to take or the next challenge to win. But I think even when I get to that or when I do win, then what? I'm not happy. I'm still looking for somewhere else to go. Because you think that's what's going to make you happy. Yeah. And you asked me a year ago, like, what I wanted to do, and I would say I'd, I'd want a job. And I'd want to have a good job and I'd want to be... Yeah. working in marketing yeah. and I am Yeah. but ask me now what I want and I would say I don't know like yeah. I'm thinking about going back to med school I'm thinking about trying something else and then what if I do go back to med school what if I do become a doctor I'll still get there and I'll be like what's next like what's the next step exactly because do you feel like um, oh god it is exactly what Daniel was saying because he was a nurse and then thought if he was a doctor I told him to pretend he was a doctor Go into the nightclubs, pretend you're a doctor and see what they say, right? <laughs> Do you feel better about yourself, right? Yeah. Because it's, I think it's, we're, we're worried more about the label or what those first, we're, what, Being perceived, know. being perceived as something. And I think the question I was worried about most um, driving here today was like, so tell me a bit about yourself. <laughs> because I, I want to, I want to convey so many things in that one question. I want to, I don't know assert some form of like this is where I am I'm, I'm accomplished I've achieved something in my life yeah um I'm okay like with where I am but I've got goals to move to the future I don't believe you wanna, that stuff though. but well you should believe it but you want to you want to have you guys always have to walk in with your 30 minute bloody lift presentation yeah, right yeah and you feel like it has to be perfect yeah and that's sort of this is who I am da, 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 you know wow Okay, but the interesting thing with that is it doesn't, what I'm noticing, and it's quite funny, because I'll bring this up early, is someone might have made me watch Too Hot to Handle. Uh, <laughs> yes, it was Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the interesting thing for me was, it seems like for you guys, it's everything's like gone into sort of micro minutes in a way, like it's everything's sort of shrunk. It's, it's like you have to do it all. You're only thinking right in that moment and, you know, getting out of that moment. You're not thinking in the future at all. Because all these guys on that show, oh, my God, it's just sort of like, yeah, I just want to have sex. I just, yeah, I walk in a room and um, I just take my shirt off and the girls are there. Or Mind you, this is something Desmond could do as well. <laughs> we'll talk about that no, later. No, no. <laughs> but they're also, you know, the girls are like, oh, yeah, I just walk into the room and the guys are up to me, you know. Mm. And, you know, and we, you know, we'll ha have sex and, you know, whatever. And, and 
All I wanted to say was, and then what? Yeah. And then what? You've got this fucking perfect body, you know, these people on these shows. Absolutely perfect body within a bloody inch of your life. Everything's perfect. You've got the right outfit on. You love sex, so you're telling everyone and you just want to have sex and all the rest of it. Mm. And then what? You meet them, you have sex with them, then what? Then it's just the same as every other shit <laughs> relationship or whatever that everyone else goes through. No mm. one asks and then what? Yeah. Everyone's in this, okay, I give my 30-second pitch and it's perfect. And then what? Yeah. Does that make them like you more? Does that make... I don't know. I don't know what the goal of it is. I don't know what the goal of being the best is. You just want to be the best. And I don't know what, what do you, you think get when the... you get there. Yeah, but how do you how do you think it makes you feel? Like Nothing. the only problem with getting being the best, and we all have been put on that path in a way, is the only way is down after it. <laughs> mm. And no one thinks of that. I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm not I'm not saying we shouldn't try and do the best we can with what we've got. Mm. And it seems to me your generation has more than we've ever had, like generations before have ever had. So you have Way, you're way more perfect. <laughs> you look amazing. Like the generation looks amazing. Go yeah. and look at. There was something on Facebook I forwarded today on bad hairstyles from the past. These people existed. I'm telling you that. And they were that ugly, right? <laughs> I don't know why. Why all of a sudden everyone's you know so beautiful and so perfect and so fit and so well educated and you've got every you've got everything. But that's not working for anyone. And you know why? Because everyone's exactly the same. Mm -hmm. And no one's allowed to be a little bit different. If you're a little bit different or if you're not doing exactly the right thing, well, you, you feel like you're not allowed in the club. Yeah. But the club's full of boring people. You yeah. ever been to a club full of just models? <laughs> well, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Who, who are the interesting people in life? The ones who don't fit in. The Probably. Ones who are not in the inbox, yeah. You know, like, because nobody actually likes perfection. That And that's the challenge, is you've been sent, you've been, feel like you have to achieve perfection in everything. Mm. Let, let's get back to relationships on the perfection, because I think you're trying to do relationships as if you can perfect it for a start and you know we've realized that you can't perfect it that, <laughs> that you can't change people for a start right so you can't change them you can change how you act in a relationship how do you think you act in a relationship so what's your mo if you like oh god how do you approach it or like how, how when you're in a relationship how do you act for the other person, with the other person in mind. Yeah. I think I want to make them happy. Yeah. I think I do things to make them happy, but then I think I become hypersensitive to them not making me happy. Or yeah. being like, well, I do this for you. How come you don't do this for me? Or yeah. That's that notion of like giving yourself fully to someone. I'm willing to like do all these things, travel to you, mm. do this, buy you this. Um, and it's just not reciprocated. Yeah. And I think I'm looking for that, that flaw, that something to so say that you, it's wrong. So are you looking to date yourself? 
No, I'd hate to do no, no, no. The, re- <laughs> the reason why I'm saying that is because we all fall into that trap a bit. It's, it's sort of if we, we give things and do things and we expect exactly the same thing back, you mm. know, it's not that that's like dating someone that's very similar to you mm. rather than someone who's very different. Like I don't come home and there's roses running off into the bedroom. <laughs> Mm. that's sort of never going to happen it might be something that I would probably do you know it's more my personality Um, but everyone has different personalities Mm. in relation and everyone wants different things and everyone's had you know they've all had lives and they've all had been brought up differently and their relationships with their parents matter a lot and combining all that together like think of how hard it is to know you and then when you then your partner's got to know himself, right? Mm. And then you've got to put those two together. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's the, the hard thing. So it's all relationships are is compromise. Mm. And it's how much you're willing to compromise, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> but is it compromise or is it sacrifice? I feel like sometimes it's like Ooh. you have to forego something for the other person. I think compromise is trying to find a way where you both get what you want but sometimes no 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 that's not not compromise that's not compromise (laughs) compromise is is being willing to to over to overlook things or to let someone be who they are right like compromise is it's it's in the detail it's little things like you um I don't know, you come home every night or, or, you know, most nights instead of going out or something when you'd rather go out or, you you know, yeah. like, like you're compromising. And that's not... Sacrificing is different. That's another level, you know. And the challenge for you guys is because most, most of your generation has been brought up um, to feel special, mm. being treated as being special. Yeah. Um, that you feel like if you if it's not going your way, then that's you, you know lost. then you have to sacrifice, right? It's yeah. compromise is not teamwork is not necessarily something you're brought up with. <laughs> yeah. Relationships is a bit of teamwork. It's like you don't have to be the same people. You've got to see what they're good at, what you're good at, and how that works together. Yeah. You know, and the little things that you're both bad at, well, as long as you can handle them, that's fine. You sort of, you know, are never going to really change that in a way. Like, I'm always going to be a messy person. Mm. My husband would love this place to hardly have anything in it. You know? Yeah. <laughs> that's a compromise. That's not a sacrifice. That's a compromise. It's a compromise because he gets love, right? He gets dinner cooked or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, there's... Everyone yeah. does different things, so it's sort of you. It's more of a getting to the equal, the equality side of it. Yeah. So. I guess finding that place is hard, though. Yeah. I think, I think, maybe you're right because I I did say today to Jackie that um, when someone gets their way, the other person loses. Oh. <laughs> and it's but it's true. Like if I want something and he wants something, and then he gets his way, then I don't get what I want. Um, but that's not well. <laughs> it's true though. Like that's what it is because but you, it's not you lose out on your way. But yes, you've got to be willing to but do it's... that for the other person. But if you continually do that for the other person, then it's sacrifice. 
<laughs> so, do you have a little book where you keep score? Yes, tip it up. It's never going to be equal like that. Yeah, relationships go through times when it's all, it's just a balance of power. And one week someone has the power, the next week the other one has the power. Yeah. If one person has the power in the whole relationship, then it's never going to be a good one. Yeah. But if it moves, and it does move, it depends on the week or whatever. Mm. Sometimes things are good, you're feeling like it's going your way, sometimes going their way. But it's, but you, if you love someone, you're supposed to love, want them to be happy no matter what. Mm. You know, it's. I do. And I do, and I think I think I do that for them. Yeah, I think but that, you don't no. think you get that back? Not all the time, no. And I think that's characteristic of probably a lot of my relationships, not just romantically. Yeah. I think with my family, it would be similar. I think I would put myself on the line a lot more for them than they would for me, and I feel So you give more. You're a giver. Yeah. You feel underappreciated. You're a giver. I'm, look, I've spent my life like that. <laughs> Mm. Some of us just give more. It seems like some give, some take. But, you know, it's... It, it, it evens out. It can even out. It all depends. But if you're giving to, to receive, then you're not giving. Yeah. And I don't think I am all the time. No. But I think that reaches a point where you've given. Yeah. And you've got nothing. Yeah. And then the resentment builds and tensions build. And... Yeah. And so, and that's fair enough. And sometimes the trick is just to tell them. My experience with with men is if you don't tell them, they won't know how to do it. Right? Mm-hmm. If you don't tell them how to act, if you don't say, like I used to, I had to say to my husband a few years ago, if I text message you, just at least text message back saying, okay. Yeah. Just respond. But, and if I didn't tell him that, he wouldn't respond. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's not that he doesn't love me or whatever. It's just more that's his personality. Mm, mm, mm. So I gave him instructions. Mm. When and that's a good example. I think that um, the not texting back, it's I automatically assume it's like you don't love me or you don't care about me. And I view a lot of the things like that. Um, Sometimes it's the opposite. Sometimes if they're that comfortable in a relationship, they, they don't feel like they have to. Yeah. But yeah. I think I'm insecure. <laughs> yeah. I need constant, like, reassurance and... Yeah. I don't know where that comes from, but... But have you have you told him that you need him to text back? Yes. And what does he say? It's too much sometimes, you know? There's a boundary that he needs to set for himself because he doesn't want to be, ch- like, tagged to his phone the whole time. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'd just say, that's just fucking bullshit. Just text me back. Yeah. And if he doesn't, or if you can't get come to some sort of compromise like that, it's mutual respect, right? And I if agree. If you don't have respect, you don't have respect. So if you can't make that sort of effort, you know, I'd say, hasta la vista, baby. Mm. <laughs> you know, I'm not saying, you know, like everyone <laughs> ha- everyone has their, their own things, but you've got to, that's compromise. That's like... Okay, he needs me. If he messages me, he needs me to message him back. That's take me two fucking seconds. I can do that. Mm. I wouldn't do it for anyone else, but I really care about this person, so I'm going to do it. I agree. Right? That's compromise when you're like, this is what this person needs. And everyone needs different things at different times. Yeah. And, you know, love and friendship and relationships is all about that. It's all about 
sometimes you're there to hold them and help them and sometimes they're there to hold you and help you yeah but it's you got to have enough it's really relationships are tricky everyone's insecure through them all the time like it's not till you get older that you realize oh you know they seem so confident all together but no actually they were insecure as well mm. everyone feels that a different way some people are just better at hiding it than others it doesn't mean they're just like, oh, yeah, it's all good. I'm confident. I'm not worried about anything. They're all worried. They just don't show it, right? It doesn't mean that they're not worried. Mm. But the trick is to realize that if it's, if it's going to work, it's going to work. If it's not going to work, it's not going to work. So that you can't make it work. You can't change who you are. Yeah. For a long time, <laughs> I used to always try and do that when I was younger. I'd be like, oh, yeah, if I just do this or if I get a bit thinner or if I do this or say this or don't do this, then he'll love me. Fuck, that's bollocks, right? Yeah. You, you've just got to be who you are because if you're not who you are, it's never going to work. Yeah. So, I think it speaks to like a broader, what we've got written down here, like wrong. Like how can I prevent it from ending? How can I You can't stop? prevent it an issue coming up how can I stop this how can I you can't make it perfect you I'm can't. always worried about those type of things you can't and honestly it's it's going to take you going through your whole life to work that out that's the hard thing right it's you can't control it I mean the problem is because if you're a, an overachiever, and I, and I hate using that word, but not an overachiever, but you're, let's face it, an overachiever, what, <laughs> what are you not good at? <laughs> like Catching a ball. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you, you can swim, you're super intelligent, you're super good looking, you know. Tell me more. <laughs> you know, but you've got... You've got all this going, you've got a lot going for you, right? And you more than that, you're a good person. Like, all that's irrelevant. Mm. Because if you if you weren't someone that cared enough to sit down and talk to people, no one would be interested in all that. Yeah. The intelligence, the looks, whatever, that's, like, boring. Mm. That's, that becomes boring very quick. Yeah. But if you've got someone who's got a caring nature like you have, then that's not boring. Mm. That's interesting, and that's someone that people can share their life with. You know, you're adding value every day just being that person. So you've got to stop thinking of yourself as as your achievements instead of who you are as a human. Yeah. Because the achievements are like a robot, you know, and we're sort of designing people to be robots. Well, if you do this, you, and then do this, and then do this, and then do this. And we're missing the human element. Mm. And that's what tr you're trying to find but in a relationship you try and do a like textbook yeah you know i bet how much do you google it not a lot good but i would <laughs> but i would analyze it a lot and yeah. i would think about oh yeah let's talk about like. analysis we had a little discussion beforehand <laughs> about sex um and apparently now we do debriefs after sex it's yeah. not something that i've you know a bit of a debrief a bit of an analysis what worked what didn't work what could we do better next time um yeah who, you, what was your score what was my score i'm always seeking feedback <laughs> i want to improve um but i'm scared that i'm doing something wrong or not enough. oh stop thinking it's hard sex not to, is though. not about thinking it's not about thinking and i think i've <laughs> 
feel like, um, am I as good as the other people that have Who been here before me? I do. But it doesn't matter in a way, right? It, it really doesn't matter because it's not, it's not clinical. It's not like, okay, maybe this was my worry for this generation for a long time when pornography came out and music videos went so bloody sexual and mm. every TV show has sex on it and, you know, deep sex for at least two minutes. Like, come on, get on with the storyline. Do we have to keep watching them fuck or, you know, yeah. all over the room and, you know, <laughs> it's always so outrageous, the sex, isn't it? Nothing like humans actually do. And I kept thinking, how the hell are young people going to line up for sex now? How are they going to be able to just have sex like we did, which was just natural, you know? There wasn't... Yeah, <laughs> yeah just because we liked them. Yeah. We, we were not... We didn't know if we were good at it or whatever. We didn't care, in a way. Like, it was more like, let's give this a go. <laughs> yeah. We like this person. Um, whereas you guys have got so much in your head, like a fucking... A, again, another checklist where I've got to do this, 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 this. And where do I start? Oh, and I've seen this porn or whatever and this is the way they do it in the order and I've got to do every single thing before it's over right yeah and how long does it have to go for and yeah wow I think that characterizes our generation for sure I think checklists are something that we all have going on in our heads and I don't think it allows us to enjoy the moment I don't think a lot of people in our generations enjoy the moments they're in I think they're thinking about multiple other things in yes. that moment and their head is somewhere else from where they actually physically are how can we undo that i fucking would love to undo that <laughs> i'd love to undo that because it's just it's information overload there's too much going in our head yeah. and, and the problem is we're not actually we never ask look into the source of the information we never really look at the source what does this person really know about it and am i like that person so is it worth me listening to what they say about this Mm. or is this shit i'm seeing on music videos and tvs real real none of it's fucking real none of it's so none of it is real and we're trying to live up to those standards but how we break away from that independent like because i think everyone's insecure and i think our generation is probably more insecure I think young people are insecure generally. Like, don't, yeah. don't get me wrong. Like, we do, we do sort of generalize with generations, and you know, I, we seek traits and all the rest of it. And we try and remember. I always try and remember what I was like at your age, or people that I know, and 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 it was very much a different time. And I, and I actually wonder. It's not going to be like this again in history. When you think between my generation X and and Y and Z, um, the internet came in between that. Yeah. So never has anything affected, you know, life more than that. Mm. More than 24-7 access to everything you can think of. Good, bad, ugly, whatever. Everything you can think of. All that I didn't have that. You have that. That's massive shit coming into your brain. Yeah. The fact that you guys have taken it and turned yourselves into such perfect human beings is pretty amazing considering all the shit that you're being fed as well. Yeah. Right? But I think, I don't know how to undo it. Like, I would love to work out how to undo it. I think being insecure is fine. You'll just, that'll change as you grow. In a way, it's probably part of how you learn who you are you learn what you're willing to put up with you learn what you like you learn that 
being insecure didn't really hurt you. But we were talking about, because you live in the moment and you, and you don't really think too much of the future. Yeah, I'm a short-term thinker, I would say. Yeah. I think that people would think I'm a long-term thinker because of just how type A I am. Yeah. I'm also very particular about things, yeah. so I think um, I give that long-term. Is your partner a long-term thinker? Yeah. How, and like what? How does he... Like, uh, he has goals. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't know. I don't know why I'm not. I, I would say I'm goal-oriented. I think that comes with being an athlete. Yeah. Um, having yeah. goals like that. Um, but I, w- I don't know. I'm just not long-term because I don't know where, what I want to do. What my, Again, I just don't And you know. don't have to be long-term. I just don't I know. actually think... I am, I'm always thinking in the future. You know, and I actually think people who live in the moment are, are better, better off, right? I think you're better off to live in the moment... Because let me tell you, the future never, ever, 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 ever turns out how anyone plans. Yeah. Ever, right? Yeah. I think I think in the future. So you're not losing out. <laughs> yeah. I think I think about the future in the sense, like, I want to be healthy, I want to be successful, I yeah. want to have money, I want to have a house. Yeah. Um, but I don't think about specifics of the future, of where I want to be, if I'm doing, what would make me happy, mm. how to get to that house, how do I, you know, have that money. Like, I don't think about those steps. Yeah. Um, so you don't micromanage your... No. Which you, you don't have to. It's fine to just have a... As long as you've got a vision. But as you said, like, I, I unnecessarily harden myself for someone who doesn't have yeah. a very specific vision of where they're going. Yeah. I'm worried about stuffing up or making the wrong step. But why? What? what? How, how does the worry help you? Keeps me in line. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't keep you in line worry is a waste of bloody time because you you know if you're gonna if you're worrying about something then you're dealing with when then you're worrying twice right say it happens Mm. then you've well you've you've lived through it in your worry and then you have to live through it again when it happens Mm. if Mm. you just if you just live through it when it happens and then deal with it that's fine we know these things but how do we stop these things (laughs) because i know that like we like, it's not helpful. Yeah. But I can't stop... Like, I can't stop it. But you can... The trick is to be aware of it, right? Yeah. And you're aware... I mean, that's the key is that you're aware. So you just sort of... You start to take the piss out of yourself. Mm. That's the trick is to... Do you ever... I mean, you, you were saying that you do that anyhow. You do take yeah. the piss out of yourself. So if things like that happen, if you're... In your head, if you've got these things going on where you're worrying, start to laugh at it. Start to go, shut up. You told me that last week and you're full of shit. Just tell yourself off. I do that all the time. Like, it's, is it really a big issue? Yeah. Or, or, you know, play around and say, okay, so worst case scenario, what's going to happen? And then how do I survive? Fine. Instead of just letting it, you got, you just, because what happens when people worry is they think, Oh, if I let go of the worry, I won't be prepared. All right, yeah. so I have to hang on to the worry or I won't be prepared. Yeah. That's bollocks. That's assuming that you're incapable of doing anything. Mm. You And you know you're capable of doing lots of things, right? Yeah. So you just go, you know what? It's not helpful. I'm just shutting you off. And I'm just going to go. I'm just going to wing it. Woo, I'm not worried. See yeah. what happens. Like, what? you have nothing to lose. 
and it's training your brain. You got to train your that you just train your brain into have those be behaviors. Like I think we all spend most of our life trying to like ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> I would say that's true. Which is funny. You know, and nowadays it seems like it seems like people like themselves very much because they're very self-focused. They're you know, happy to show everyone who they are. Yeah. <laughs> Are they, or are they just playing the game? Yeah, playing the game. And I don't think people genuinely are. I don't think. I think about my Instagram, for example. Like, yeah, that's not a true representation of who I am or anything that I want to be. Um, it's just this. I think people want to see this, and, and people react when I post content like this. So, and, and when did you when did you start it? So when did you get so many followers? How did that happen? Making me sound like I'm famous, um, but <laughs> you got probably, a lot of followers. Probably last year. You got what, twenty six thousand or something? Yeah, that's a lot. It was. It when... wasn't. I wasn't intentional. Um, I just continued to post shirtless photos and went viral <laughs> in the Philippines. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, but... so I got a big Filipino audience. I mean, um, but it's not content I want to post. I don't know. It's just that validation. It takes away the insecurity for a little bit if I post something and a thousand people like a photo of me without my shirt on. It makes me feel like what I'm doing is worth it or I'm on the right track. So going to the gym gym is worth it. What's the right thing to do? But how long, okay, but how long does that make you feel good? Not long. And it's it's instantly regretted because then it's... Three minutes? Yeah. (laughs) It's just, it's followed by like, oh, is this... People do. People think I'm like this. People think this is what my values are. If I ever try to get a job in the future, they're gonna look back at this and be like, "So, you like to post shirtless photos in your underwear?" Do you think? Do you think it's interesting because now with Instagram, it's actually harder now to get a lot of followers. You know, with your clothes on, I suppose. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, then when it when it first started and all the rest of it, and people were you know, fo- trying to look for followers. Yeah. Now they already have so many people that they're following. But do you think um, there's people out there who want to be you, who want absolutely want to do what you're doing on Instagram? They, they There's schools teaching it now in China, weirdly, how to be an influencer. Mm. Like, you know, like with that many, that's a, that's a lot of people following you. You might not see yourself as that. But the reality is... There's so many of your generation that want that. Yeah. That want the body you've got, that want the Instagram followers you've got. Yeah. And what does it actually get you? Nothing. Absolutely and I wouldn't and nothing. I wouldn't want anyone to yeah. want to be me. I don't know who I am. I wouldn't want someone to be me. Why not? I don't know. It's just hard. I don't know. Forget Why would someone want to be me? Because you're a fun person. No. I've only just met you. You're interesting, <laughs> you're nice. I'd have, I'd have you around any time. That's a weird thing to say. Why would someone not want to be you? I don't know. I just don't see. You. I don't know. So, that's that's interesting for me because one, you're sort of dismissing your personality. Like it's, it's as if you feel like you don't even have a personality. I agree with that. I don't think I do. I think. I don't know. I just don't think I have a personality. I don't know what I stand for. I don't know. I don't know. No, the most intelligent people don't know. The idiots know, right? Because 
things change all the time and we're discovering new things and we're finding out new things it's good that you don't know in a way right yeah if you don't know it means you haven't landed you haven't decided like i keep giving an example of when i went to iran like my values on what i thought i knew and then when i got there it all changed and it confused me on what i believe and i still say i don't know where i landed yeah because I'm smart enough to know I don't really know the truth yet. I was only there for a week. What would it be like? I was, you know, because mm. when you say you don't know, it actually means you're smarter. It means you know there's more for you to learn in that area. Yeah. Right? There's always more to learn. It doesn't mean that you're, you're not smart. Yeah. You I don't have to have views. It makes me scared, though. And I think... Why? Because I don't know. Because I'm... Because I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, like, yeah, we were saying before, like, uh, who I was at 18, I would say I was way more confident and insecure in who I was as a person. But I think the more, the older I've gotten, the more I've realised there are so many things that I don't know. <laughs> you're so funny. It's, it's like you're, like, 48. Because it's not until <laughs> you're, like, 48 that you realise, shit, actually, I don't know a lot. Yeah, I don't it's know. Because it's normally the opposite. There's, there's lots of jokes out there. It's sort of like when people are teenagers, they know everything. Yeah. It's not until they get older that they realize, no, we know shit. <laughs> we don't know anything, right? Yeah. So you're sort of fast-tracking that. <laughs> yeah, but then I think it's putting pressure for me to know, to to be someone, to find where I'm like supposed to be in this world. But who's putting nice. that pressure on you? Myself. But who else? There must be, must be more. You must feel like... I think I do it to be noticed or to be validated or accepted in that in-group or that circle of people who know what they're doing. You feel like you want to walk in a room and just be one of them. Yeah. Or just... Whoever they are. Yeah. Or if someone asks me the question, like, what are you? Like, who are you? I could answer it and be, like, proud of, like, who I am and what I'm doing. (laughs) But you don't have to have the... You don't have to have the bloody elevator pitch to, to be proud of who you are. Yeah. Or you also simplify it. Simplify it and just go, I'm a man. <laughs> this is me. This is me standing in front of you. I like ice cream. I like going to the gym. Yeah. Right? What if you just said that? Maybe you don't like ice cream, but you yeah. <laughs> Of course you don't. With a rig like that, there's no ice cream going in that body. No. <laughs> what sort of food do you like? So we can at least get this analogy right. Um, carbs, potatoes, chips, carbs. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Big carb man. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Maybe, but then I just wouldn't be worthy. Why can't you just say, why? Because then someone else would be like, I'm this. And I'd be like, oh, well. So say if I today I wanted to slap you about four times. (laughs) (laughs) But if you walk in the room going, yeah. You know, like, like for a start, what what sort of rooms are you guys walking into that you have to sort of walk in with your fucking CV, with your resume? I mean, really? Is that is that what we have to do? I don't know. But why do we feel so much pressure to be someone? And is it, like, it's, I think it's too simplistic to be like, we have access to Instagram and we see these people and we see these people doing these things and, you know, we're inspired not, to be those people. It's but. not so much simplistic. It's more that it's when I was younger I grew up out west and I had a small group of friends or you know say I had 10 friends I don't know make up a number that's who I had Mm. without the internet 
I don't know about what anyone else is doing. We had four channels on TV or something, right? So, and there was no reality shows. So, you know. Yeah. So, all the wealthy people or high-flying CEOs and all the rest of it, we never heard anything about them. Mm. There was a newspaper to read. That's it. All right. And we didn't, you know, in a poor home, we didn't have a newspaper. I think we had Rugby League Week. But I knew about the footballers. But we knew, so we didn't have to compare ourselves to anyone, right? I always use my niece as an example. When she was like younger, 15, 16, she had pink, purple hair. Like if it was when I grew up, that would have been the only person that had that maybe in that. Or, you know, you'd go, yeah. maybe go in the city and there'd be a couple of other punks or whatever. They, they used to hang out, right? But you guys just have to go online and you see it everywhere. So it's very hard to stand out. It's so hard for you to stand out because you're a dime a dozen. How many guys are on Instagram doing what you're doing? Fucking so many, it's not funny. Yeah. So many, like you're a dime a, even, even when you're at the peak, when you guys are the best you've ever been, you're a dime a dozen. Yeah. That's the difference that this has made. Because we could stand out. Because we didn't have many people to stand out against. We didn't have to compete with the fucking world. We only had to compete with like 10 people in our neighborhood or whatever. So it was, you know, I was the only girl that had amazing boobs out of my friends. Yeah. <laughs> Before boob jobs, right? <laughs> but, you know, like everyone had something. Yeah. Everyone had something that was that unique to their, them that was, you know. Yeah. And I think that's what everyone wants to feel unique. Yeah. And special. But, but as you're saying, it's harder to feel special when there's so many other people like that and you have access to so many people yes. like that. So the only way to be unique is to be yourself, to stop trying to be someone else. Because then you are, there is uniqueness in all of us in who we are because of the combination of our genes and all the rest of it. You know, you, you can do a bloody, do a family tree. You'd be fascinated with the lives of the people that make up who you are, where your genes come from, mm. right? Everyone's different. Everyone's just unique. I've got bloody British lords on one side and an Aboriginal woman who they don't even give a surname to in, in on the other side. You know mm. what I mean? Or And all this in between. <laughs> I've yeah. got all this mixture there, which makes me unique. Every single person is unique. But when we're not unique is when we do what everybody else does. When we're all like, okay, I've got to get my degree and I've got to get my master's degree and I've got to be really, really fit and I've got to wear designer clothes and I've got to travel here and I've got to be on Instagram and I've got to do this and I've got to do... You're doing exactly the same thing. Everyone's doing the same thing. Yeah. When I look at young people's CVs, which I have done a lot, they're all overachievers. They're yeah. all super fucking smart. They've all built a house in Africa. They're all... Yeah. <laughs> So they've all become commodities because everyone's scared of, if I don't step up here, I'll be left out. Exactly. And but you will, though. No. It's, no, you won't. Because think, how, how think of humanity. How would you get a job like competing against someone who has a great resume like that? Look, who, the great resume. all those things. It's like, of course, you are fed this belief that you are not going to get that. No, no, no. You know how you, you know up. how you get a job? Well, you've got to get into the interview for a start, right? And if all, you know, what they're really looking for is experience, mm. not accolades. 
Like we can look at a university degree and all the rest of it, but if you've done nothing else, well, then I'm not interested. If you've got some good experience, then I'm interested. But then when you get in front of us, it's about whether you can have a conversation. Yeah. If you can sit down, like I do, I'm interviewing at the moment for people and I've put it, we've put in a first step and the first step is me just having a 15 minute conversation with them. If they can't have a conversation with me, it doesn't matter what their CV says, they don't get past it, mm. me. Because people are forgetting <laughs> the little act of communicating. They're forgetting about who they're in front of. So one thing that you can do that, know, that will get you further than anything is try and understand the person in front of you more. Whoever you're talking to, ask about them. Mm. Find out about them. Be interested in them. Because you guys have been trained to just be interested in yourself. Mm. And, sell ourselves. And to sell yourselves. But the best way to get anyone to like you is to ask about them. Why do you think you millennials like me? I ask about you all the time. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's, it's true, right? It's, you know, if you're doing it genuinely, if you're actually really interested in someone and you're interested in learning, then you'll always get the job. If yeah. you go in and act like you've done it all and you're ready to rule the place, you'll never get the job. But they want, they want people who want to learn. They mm. want people who know that they don't know everything, mm. who are smart enough to know they don't know everything yet and there's things they can't do yet. Because the person in front of you, if they've been working eight years longer or whatever, they know damn well you don't know that stuff. doesn't matter. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's not having all the accolades... It's getting to understand people better. Yeah. Instead of focusing on yourself, focus on other people. Learn from other people. Find out. Make that a little bit of a, a, a thing to do. Because nobody, everyone just worried, concentrates on themselves. Yeah. It's, I agree. You know, and it's hard. I mean, you, and in a way you want, in back to the relationship, you want your partner to open up because you want to understand him mm. and why do you want to understand him so so I can love him better so yeah there's no know his needs more so I can better I'd be better in the relationship okay oh. <laughs> <laughs> I dipped my head just for the audience and, and only because you break my heart because you put because <laughs> you it's not about that because it's not a game. Don't think of it like a game or like a competition. That you've got, once you know everything, then you can work it out and you can win it. Mm. You don't win relationships. So it's much more about you actually genuinely wanting to understand him and not changing yourself because of that. You don't have to change yourself. You're just giving him the time to listen and understand who he is and try and understand him. It doesn't mean you have to change. You don't have to change at all. You know? You don't have to change for him. You just have to understand him. Like was my husband. Come in, he can never leave the house without coming back in three mm -hmm. times. I just understand that. I don't have to change him. I don't have to change myself for that. Or I mean, you know, it's a, a trivial example. Yeah. But it's not about me going, okay, he's like that. Okay, so what can I do? That means I have to go, I, I should go and put his keys in his sunglasses or whatever, or check, fuck off. Like, 
<laughs> he's an individual. We all have our quirks, you know. It's more just that you love those things about someone. You find it funny. You get to know them. You find it interesting. And you might wonder, geez, why are they like that? And you might try for 10 years to change it and you can't or something. But it still doesn't mean, you know, relationships are about accepting people as they are. Yeah. Not ch- trying to change them. And that's, but you have to be able to accept yourself as you are. Mm. Not thinking, oh, I've got to get better at this, I've got to get better at that. Just, I've, I've quoted Taylor Swift quite a few times in this. I always go, shake it off. Just, I just, just shake all that shit off. Just go, fucking, it's all, I'm thinking too much. I'm worrying about too much. Just shake it off and let the worst case scenario happen. Right? Because if relationships, are very simple they'll work or they won't that's it mm. if it's meant to work it'll work you can't make it work it'll go through tough times you can do whatever you can do but you can't make it work and it's actually it's like when you're talking about your swimming example when you did your PB mm. it's not till you throw everything away and stop worrying that it actually works when you go you know what if I'm gonna lose it I'm gonna lose it then it's better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's really hard to get to that space. Yeah. I think that's true. I think a lot of people over plan, over, well, try, try to make it happen. I think yeah. it doesn't happen. And don't, do stop trying so hard. Why? I know. <laughs> how? Why? How? More how? how? Maybe get an elastic and fucking flick yourself or something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But you... Do you, do you not think that you can let go? No. Or you think you're so bound up in in worrying about things and trying to organise it that you can't go let it go yeah. free? Yeah, I mean, this is like... This is what happens when I'm worrying about it. So imagine how much worse it would be when I'm not. I don't know. It'll be so much better when you're not. Yeah, but will it? You can't yes. take that risk. Yeah, you can nah. take that risk. Because you're actually, because if you think about life is what you put out there happens. So if you're just putting worry out there, you're not going to give yourself a good life. Yeah. But if you think positive, if you, if you start to try and turn around and go, no, I'm seeing something good, then there's way more chance of that happening than if you, you know... Because if you think something bad happens, you're going to be looking for it. Yeah, exactly. And, and then you make it happen. That's so true. That's the type of person I am. I will look for it. I will look for the flaw. I will look for the inconsistency or how to eradicate that deficiency. I think I did this strengths finder thing at work. Um, yeah. And it came out with like my top five strengths. Yeah. And, um, and in that, it gave me like a tailored response about like what I'm good at. And this girl had three similar strengths to mine and hers was like, is very good at like finding people's strengths and weaknesses and then using that to put them together yeah. um, so they can work together to solve problems. Yeah. And my top three strengths, which were the same as hers, but the way mine came out were, is very good at picking out the deficiencies in people and eradicating them to make things work more efficiently. And I think that's like right. a metaphor for my life. I'm very much like that. I find what's wrong, how do I make it better? Mm. It, like just to get rid of it and like be more efficient and be better at well that that means you're going to be good at lots of jobs so you've got to see the positive in it but you've got to see where it works and where it doesn't because a relationship shouldn't be a job 
Yeah. Right? You can't see it like a project. It should be natural and it should be fun. I mean, and if it's not, you know, then, then sometimes it can be, just be the wrong person. Mm. But it could just be your, like you said, you're spending too much time looking for looking for issues. You're trying to stop there being an issue that, that you're actually creating an issue. It's draining. <laughs> yeah. You're wearing yourself out. Yeah. So the, the biggest thing you got to do is like yourself first. Oh, God. Because you got to feel like fun. you're worthy for someone to fight for. Right? And you are. You absolutely okay. are. You've got to work on that. Like, how do you work out how much value you add to the world just by being around? Just by being who you are. Not by any of your achievements. Just by being a nice person. Fun person. Someone that people can have a conversation with. Someone who cares about people. Fuck. That's a good person. I feel like I'm those things. You are those things. But I don't know. <laughs> That's like enough. Want, is it? Yes. I don't know. I'm I've telling never you. felt like it is. Um, well, I'm telling you it is, and I'm the expert. <laughs> you just have to believe me. And everyone will agree with me. Honest to God. Right? Like, that is enough. Because what else is there? Because actually, you think about what you want in people. What do you love about people? Talk about your friend Jackie. What do you love about her? She listens. Yeah. Um, I think she she understands and she like gives me that space to like verbally process things. Yeah. I think um, she doesn't take. I think she, because I think a lot of people take from me like the energy yeah. from me, and I don't yeah. think she does take. I think she yeah. allows me to like recharge, which is what I like. Yeah. Did you um, did you hear how you described her? Like, as in, did you? Did you talk about her academic qualifications? She's also no, 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 no. That's not even. But you didn't talk about her academic qualifications or how fit she is or how amazing the swimmer she is or Mm -hmm. any. You didn't talk about any of that, right? Because that doesn't matter to you in a way. What matters to you is who she is as a person, and that's what matters to other people. So the way you described her was almost like the way you described yourself. Do you know what I mean? People Mm. aren't looking for, they're just looking for those human qualities. Those Mm. human qualities are worth more than any of the other accolades. You know, you've got those. My husband's going to make me a t-shirt that says anyhow, (laughs) because I always go anyhow, you're going to get one. I just don't know. I just don't know. I think that's fine. You don't have to know. No one knows. I yeah. Actually, that's probably the truth. No one knows. So. Yeah. I'd feel better if people said that. Yeah. Well, they don't know. Yeah. And as you get older, you realize that. And even the ones that think that they know, they don't know. <laughs> so it's a good, it's a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll come back. We'll leave it here. But definitely, we. I want to... Delve in a little bit you. more. Yeah. But I'll have to work out how to get you talking. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye. Thanks.